Hey folks, I'm Stephen Peterkins, and this is episode 148 of the Peterkins Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about why being a digital nomad sucks. One of the first episodes I ever made for this podcast was about my experiences on being a digital nomad. At the time of making that episode, I was still a nomad, making these episodes in the evening from a small room I rented while I was living in Thailand. I had the opportunity to live a life as a digital nomad in Asia for around two years. There were things about it that I absolutely thought were tremendous, but there were things that I disliked about it that I was ignoring quite strongly at the time. In hindsight, the first thing I disliked was the lack of stability and routine. When I was living in China, I wasn't on a work visa. I was still working online for a Singapore company, but like many expats living there, because I didn't have an official work visa for a Chinese company, I would need to leave the country every 60 days. This meant that I was traveling constantly to Japan, Korea, Thailand. I even did a weekend trip to see my now co-founder in Vietnam. While 60 days seems like a lot of time, it destroyed any sort of routine and habits that I set out for myself. Not to mention the constant travel is stressful and exhausting. It definitely made me less productive to be hopping around everywhere. For most digital nomads, there is little to no community involvement. Maybe you party with a couple of other expats in a different country, or maybe you're part of a startup incubator with a bunch of other young, ambitious people. That's not the type of community I'm referring to. I mean that you're not setting roots into a place and seeing it develop. You're not investing yourself in the area around you. You're not a community member. You're a tourist who's popping in, seeing what's up, and eventually leaving for some other place with nice cafes and fast Wi-Fi. Personally, though, I got lucky. I was involved in a community of fighting game players who I was invested in in Beijing, who I became friends with, and eventually who helped me feel less alone. I'm still friends with many of them to this day. In retrospect, one of the things I missed the most was my family. It wasn't until I came back and I've had the chance to spend more time with my family this summer than I have in two years that I really realized how much I missed them and how important it was to have them close by. Being a digital nomad, most of the time you are singularly by yourself, alone, just working in some cafe somewhere. You end up working all the time to distract yourself from the loneliness, to feel like you can justify the decision that you've made to isolate yourself from other people. I'm not saying it's all bad. If you want to hear about the great aspects of being a digital nomad, you should check out episode four of the Peterkins podcast. It's the yang to today's yin. I'm talking about this today because I see a lot of bloggers and influencers who live this lifestyle who aren't presenting it honestly or holistically. They only talk about the fun parts and not what the drawbacks are. Personally, I feel they share this side only to rationalize their life choices and assure themselves that they're happy and that they made the right decision, even though they might not be happy. Regardless, 
I did enjoy my travels and gained a lot from being a digital nomad. But over the last half a year, I've enjoyed becoming a settler once again. Thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you later.